Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans again today. Today, November 2nd, 2020. The time is 10.04 a.m. We just love you, Lord. Without you, we can do nothing. I just bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. You are such a wonderful Jesus. I pray that all of you who will receive this teaching whenever you get it, it will find you with a sound mind, peace in your heart, joy, grace, mercy, and you will never, never let anyone take away that joy from you that God has given to you because the joy of the Lord is your strength. So we just bless the Lord today. This is a strange day. It's like you're about to hear something. But let's say something good is coming our way. Because as long as Jesus is with us, he keeps us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him and so this morning i pray that your heart is fixed psalm 57 verse 7 says my heart is fixed O god my heart is fixed i will sing and praise thee so it is a great day in our lives when our hearts are right with god and our minds are at peace out of this experience will come joy unspeakable it is joy unspeakable and full of glory full of glory full of glory it is joy unspeakable and full of glory the half has never yet been told so holy spirit i just thank you i praise you for this opportunity that you've given me another day i don't take it lightly Father God, I thank you for keeping me safe. I thank you, Father God, that you're squeezing the glory out of me. I thank you that you've given me grace to be able to be that yielded vessel. I pray that all of us will get to that place of yieldedness, knowing that the word of God said, for we know that all things are working together for good to them that love the Lord and that those who are called according to his purpose. And out of this experience will come joy unspeakable. It can happen today as we invite the Prince of Peace. My peace I give to you, he says. He also says in John 16, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. Please don't let anybody take that peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The Lord doesn't want us to be under the circumstances. Can I say that again? The Lord doesn't want us to be under the circumstances, but he wants us to be an overcomer with him. Because he says, my grace is sufficient for thee. So whatever the problem, he is the answer. 
he is our peace. He says, peace I leave with you. That's in John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give it, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. In other words, he gives us peace that passes all understanding that the world cannot give. He gave us love that passes all understanding too, that the world cannot give, neither can it take it away. So why don't we receive it? Let us receive it. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, your great name, we receive the peace that you have promised. We also pray for peace worldwide in the name of Jesus. In Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 18, it says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. I will rejoice. I will rejoice in you. There are good times in God's service. He planned it that way. So we are to give him praise. We are to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Not only prayer, but praise is mounting, mountain moving. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. 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 And again, I say rejoice. So today is the first day in a long, long, long time that I ended up. I jumped in my car and I drove out. And that drive was so good because he was giving me a message in that drive. And he was saying, love without limits. Love without limits. Imagine love without limits. And so... We just bless him. We worship you, almighty God. There is none like you. I worship you, O Prince of Peace. That is what I long to do. I give you praise. For you are my word, righteousness. I worship you, almighty God. There is none like you. There is none like you. You raise me up. So I can stand on mountains. You raise me up to walk on stormy sea. I am strong when I am on your shoulder. You raise me up to more than I can be. I am down. And oh, my soul, so weary, 
When troubles come and my heart burdened be, but I am still and waiting here in the silence until you come and sit a while with me. You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. You raise me up to walk on stormy seas. I am strong when I am on your shoulders. You raise me up to more than I can be. You raise me up to more than I can be because that's love. His love will lift us up. His love love will raise us up. Love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. Love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. But you have to make sure your anchor is holding on Christ the solid rock. I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. The anchor holds though the ship is battered the anchor holds though the sails are torn i have fallen on my knees as i face the raging seas the anchor holds in spite of the storm. I've had vision, I had dreams, I even held them in my hand, but I never knew they would slip right through like they were only grains of sand i've been young but i'm um, older and there's been beauty these eyes have seen but it was in that night through the storms of my life oh that's where god proved that he loved me the anchor holds though the ship 
is battered. The anchor holds, though the sails are torn. I have fallen on my knees as I face the raging seas. The anchor holds in spite of the storm. Make sure your anchor is holding. On Christ the solid rock I stand because all other ground is sinking sand. So this morning we are going to speak about the future glory. But it's more than that. My message this morning is love without limits. Wow. Love without limits. And who can love you without limits? Well, I have another song here. Wise men say only fools rush in. But I can't help falling in love with you. Shall I stay? Would it be a sin if I can't? help falling in love with you like a river flows surely to the sea darling so it goes some things are meant to be take my hand take my whole life too for i can't help falling in love with you wise men say only fools rush in but I can't help falling in love with you. I can't help falling in love with Jesus. Shall I stay? Would it be a sin if I can't help falling in love with you like a river flows surely to the sea darling so it goes some things are meant to be take my hand Take my whole life too, for I can't have.
falling in love with you Jesus take my hand Jesus take my whole life too for I can't stop I can't help I cannot help falling in love with you shall I stay would it be a sin if I can't help falling in love with you I love you Jesus I really 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 love you and so our message our word our teaching today is life love without limits love without limits and our scripture is from Romans chapter 8 I'm reading from verse 18 to verse 39 about the future glory of God but the message is love without limits verse 18 says I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us the creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed for the creation was subjected to frustration not by its own choice but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time not only so but we ourselves who have been first fruits of the spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption as sons the redemption of our bodies for in this hope we were saved but hope that is seen is no hope at all who hopes for what he already has but if we hope for what we do not yet have we wait for it patiently in the same way the spirit helps us in our weakness for we do not know what we ought to pray for but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express and he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose for those God foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and those he predestined he also called those he called he also justified those he justified he also glorified what then 
shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus who died more than that. Who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Love without limits. That's awesome. We are more than conquerors. Love without limits. Verse 18, it talks about, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that we will, will be revealed in us. Sin, sin has caused all creation to fall from the perfect state in which God created it. So the world is subject to frustration and bondage, to decay so that it cannot fulfill its intended purpose. One day all creation will be liberated and transformed. Until that time, it waits in eager expectation for the resurrection of God's children. Christians see the world as it is. Christians see the world physically decaying and spiritually infected with sin. But Christians do not need to be pessimistic. We don't need to be pessimistic because they have hope for future glory. They look forward to the new heaven and new earth that God has promised. And they wait for God's new order that will free the world of sin, sickness, and evil. In the meantime, Christians go with Christ into the world where they heal people's bodies and souls and fight the evil effects of sin in the world. We will be resurrected with bodies, glorified bodies, like the body Christ now has in heaven. That's spoken of in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 25 to 58. We have the first fruits of the first installment or down payment of the Holy Spirit as a guarantee 
of our resurrection, of our resurrected life. It is natural for children to trust their parents, even though parents sometimes fail to keep their promises many times. But our Heavenly Father, however, never makes promises He won't keep. Nevertheless, His plan may take more time than we expect. Because we are the type of people we don't wait, we want it now. Rather than acting like impatient children as we wait for God's will to unfold, we should place our confidence in God's goodness and wisdom. In Romans, Paul presents the idea that salvation is past, present, and future. It is past because we were saved the moment we believed in Jesus Christ as Savior. Our new life, eternal life, begins at that moment. And it is present because we are being saved. This is the process of sanctification. But at the same time, we have not fully received all the benefits and blessings of salvation that will be ours when Christ's new kingdom is completely established. That's our future salvation. While we can be confident of our salvation, we still look ahead with hope and trust toward that complete change of body and personality that lies beyond this life when we will be like Christ. As a believer, you are not left to your own resources to cope with problems. You're not left to cope. Even when you don't know the right words to pray, the Holy Spirit prays with and for you. And God answers. I was praying for someone yesterday. I have never met this person. She's somewhere in either Canada or the United States. But I was praying, and all of a sudden I was praying English, and all of a sudden I went off in, in, in prayer tongues. Only the Holy Spirit knows what to pray for. The Holy Spirit prays with and for you, and God answers. With God helping you pray, you don't need to be afraid to come before Him. Ask the Holy Spirit to intercede for you in accordance with God's will. Then when you bring your requests to God, trust that He will always do what is best for you. But we have to trust Him. God works in all things. It says, for we know that all things are going to work together for good to those who love the Lord and to those who are the called according to his purpose. So God works in all things, not just isolated incidents for our good. This does not mean that all that happens to us is good. Evil is prevalent in our fallen world, but God is able to turn every circumstance around for our long-range good. As we studied the story with Joseph, his life was turned around. Note that God is not working to make us happy. He's not working to make us happy. But to fulfill his purpose. Note also that this promise is not for everybody. It can be claimed only by those who love God and are called according to his purpose. 
I heard somebody quoting the scripture and they was cursing at the same time. And they wasn't they 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 was totally not saved. But but she was quoting the scripture. Oh yeah, can work together for my good and all of that. No, no, no. Let's get this straight. Note that God is not working to make us happy, but to fulfill his purpose. Note also that this promise is not for everybody. It can be claimed only by those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Those who are called are those the Holy Spirit convinces and enables to receive Christ. Such people have a new perspective, a new mindset on life. They trust in God, not life's treasures. They look for their security in heaven, not on earth. They learn to accept, not resent, pain and persecution because God is with them. So they learn how to accept pain and persecution because they know that God is with them. God's ultimate goal for us is to make us like Christ. As we become more and more like him, we will discover our true selves, the persons we were created to be. How can we, con how can we be conformed to Christ's likeness? By reading and heeding the word of God, by studying his life on earth through the gospels, by being filled with his spirit, and by doing his work in the world. Some believe these verses mean that before the beginning of the world, God chose certain people to receive his gift of salvation. Because they point to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. I will go there. Ephesians 1 verse 11 says, I bless you, Jesus. Ephesians 1 and 11 says, In him we were also chosen, having be, been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. That says we are predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. But others believe that God foreknew those who would respond to him, and upon those he set his mark, predestined. What is clear is that God's purpose for people is not an afterthought. It was settled before the foundation of the world. People are to serve and honor God. If you have believed in Christ, you can rejoice in the fact that God has always known you. God's love is eternal. His wisdom and power are supreme. He will guide and protect you until one day, you one day, stand in his presence. I shared the vision that I had the other night. And that was the Holy Ghost calling my name. God knows who you are. He knows you by name. 
called means summoned or invited if someone called you to a wedding it means that they they invited you to the wedding do you ever think that because you aren't good enough for god he will not save you oh no 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 the vilest sinner he came for do you ever feel as if salvation is for everyone else but you it's for everyone then these verses are especially for you if god gave his son for you he isn't going to hold back the gift of salvation if christ gave his life for you he isn't going to turn around and condemn you he will not withhold anything you need to live for him the book of romans is more than a theological explanation of god's redeeming grace it is a letter of comfort and confidence addressed to you and me see paul says that that jesus is interceding for us in heaven god has acquitted us and has removed our sin and guilt so it is satan not god who accuses us when he does jesus the advocate for our defense stands at god's right hand to present our case that's what he does hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 says hebrews 4 and 14 says bless you jesus i will glorify the lord of lords who is the great i am hebrews chapter 4 and verse 14 declares therefore since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold firmly to the faith we profess so he is our high priest let us hold firmly to the faith that we talk about he's an awesome god these words were written to a church that would soon undergo terrible persecution that's in verse verse 35 of romans 8 and and uh, 35 where it says who shall separate us from the love of christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword these words were written to a church that would soon undergo terrible persecution i said to you yesterday the whole world is getting ready to go through persecutions that you never thought of you never dreamed about persecution of the wicked and the persecution of the righteous the righteous is not going to escape persecution so we have to get to the place we have to know whose side we are on once we are on his side wonder once we are covered under his wings we, we we will be persecuted but his grace 
will be sufficient to make us strong. The fear wouldn't be there because we'll be so rooted and grounded and established and matured in Him, nothing will move us. These words were written to a church that would soon undergo terrible persecution. In just a few years, Paul's hypothetical situations would turn into painful realities. This passage reaffirms God's profound love for his people. Love. No matter what happens to us, no matter where we are, we can never be lost to his love. His love is so deep, it's so wide, it's limitless. Suffering shall not drive us away from God, but suffering should help us to identify with him further and allow his love to reach us and heal us. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love will heal you, love will deliver you, love will sustain you, love will set you free, love. Believers, has, believers have always had to face hardships in many forms, persecution, illness, imprisonment, even death. So these verses contain one of the most comforting promises in all scripture. Believers have always had to face hardships in many forms, persecution, illness, imprisonment, even death. These could cause them to fear that they have been abandoned by Christ. But Paul exclaims that it is impossible to be separated from Christ. His death for us is proof of his unconquerable love. Nothing can stop Christ's constant presence with us. God tells us how great his love is so that we will feel totally secure in him. If we believe these overwhelming assurances, we will not be afraid. And so, he says in verse 37 of Romans 8, verse 37, he says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, if we believe these overwhelming assurances, we will not be afraid. The powers of darkness, powers are unseen forces of evil in the universe. Forces like Satan and his fallen angels. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 declares, Ephesians 
Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 says, Ephesians 6 and verse 12 declares, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's where our struggle is. But once we put on our clothes and not be found naked once we put on our clothes our clothes is god's armor because we are engaged in a spiritual battle all believers find themselves subject to satan's attacks because they are no longer on satan's side thus paul tells us to use every piece of god's armor to resist satan's attacks understand true to God in the midst of those attacks and so we are to put on the belt that's a piece of clothing we are to put on the belt of truth and what Satan does Satan fights with lies and sometimes his lies sound like truth but only believers have God's truth which can defeat Satan's lies. Our next piece of clothing should be our breastplate, breastplate of righteousness. See, Satan often attacks our hearts, the seat of our emotions, our self-worth and trust. God's righteousness is the breastplate that protects our hearts and ensures his approval. Guard your heart, guard your heart. Don't trade it for pleasures. Don't give it away. Guard your heart. God's righteousness is the breastplate that protects our hearts and ensures his approval. He approves of us because he loves us and sent his son to die for us. Then you have to have on your shoes. That is the foot gear readiness to spread the good news you've got to be ready at all time satan wants us to think that telling others the good news is a worthless and hopeless task the size of the task is too big and the negative responses are too much to handle but the foot care god gives us is the motivation to continue to proclaim the true peace that is available in God. News everyone needs to hear. And then you have to have the shield. The shield of faith. I told you. Pray and ask God to increase your faith. What we see. Are Satan's attacks in the form of insults. Setbacks. And temptations but the shield of faith protects us from Satan's flaming arrows with God's perspective we can see beyond our circumstances and know that ultimate victory is ours 
Sometimes you hear people, child, I write here under the circumstance. No, I'm not under the circumstance. With God's perspective, we can see beyond our circumstances and know that ultimate victory is ours. They have a song, victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan to get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Joy is mine. Joy is mine. Joy today is mine. I told Satan to get thee behind. Joy today is mine. And then we need to put on something on our head. The helmet. The helmet of salvation. Satan wants to make us doubt God. Jesus and our salvation. He wants us to doubt God. He wants us to doubt Jesus. And he wants us to doubt our salvation. The helmet protects our minds from doubting God's saving work for us. Make sure you have on that helmet. The helmet is a protection to protect our minds from doubting God's saving work for us. Then we need the sword. We need that sharp two-edged sword. We need that sword. The spirit, the word of God. We need the spirit. We need the word of God. That's our sword. The sword is the only weapon of offense in the list. The sword is the only weapon of, the, of offense in this list of armor. There are times when we need to take the offensive against Satan. When we are tempted, we need to trust in the truth of God's word. Remember that. When we are tempted, we need to trust in the truth of God's word. And so we have to make sure we are fully, fully clothed. And so the powers are unseen forces of evil in the universe. Forces like Satan and his fallen angels. But we took on the armor. We just read it. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Keep it on. Keep it on. Because we struggle not. The struggle is not against flesh and blood. But against the rulers. Against the authorities. Against the powers of this dark world. And against the spiritual forces of evil. And the heavenly realms. So make sure. You don't walk around naked. Put on every piece of that armor. And so. God. Love us so much. He wants me to say to you, and he's saying to me, his love is without limits. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Nothing. Nothing. He says in verse 37 of Romans chapter 8, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us, we are conquerors. Because we have the, the love of Christ without limits. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, 
neither angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So remember, we have this love without limits. And you can go wherever you need to go because his love is limitless. That's why he said, you can go into all the world and preach the gospel. Because why? His neither, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so, today I want to encourage you that he says to tell you, the Holy Spirit says to tell you, let your love be without limit. And I was singing, I don't know, I was singing the song, I was saying, no limit, no limit. And I was singing that I was as I was driving. And I went to a certain place. And the question was put to me. Is it no limit? I looked at that woman, I said, I came down here singing no limit, no limit, and no limit. I said, yeah, no limit. I came down here singing that. And that's when God said, yeah, that's a message to my people. To let them know. My love is without limits. So he really, really, really wants you to know that he loves you. He loves us. I love you more than I can say. I love you more than I can say. I love you. Oh, I love you. I love you more than I can say. Even though I love you more. Even though I love you more. I love you. Oh, I love you. I love you more than I can say. Even though I love you more. Even though I love you more. I love you. Oh, I love you. I love you more than I can say. And you know, I always try to encourage you. And let me tell you something. Could you imagine that you doing the work that God has called you to do? Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. And you get a call. Come, 
come get some stuff. And you dilly-dally because you're afraid to go out because you don't want to get all mixed up. And finally, ah, God says, okay, okay, no, 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 you can go, you can go. I got you protected. Love without limits. Love without limits. I'm protecting you. And so I'm, 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 I'm driving, I'm going. And when I reached and I picked up what I needed, I picked up what I needed. And I, sometimes I stopped. I know the Spirit said, no, you need some more stuff. And I pick up what I need. And when I reached up, up to, the, to the counter and she looked at me, she said, um, she ring it up. And she was like, wait a minute. I have to make a phone call. How much are you supposed to get? I said, I said, I came down here singing no limits, no, no limits, no limits. And she she got she got on her phone and 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 she opened them out and and I, I I'm sure on the other end the person said no limit, no limit. That was God saying no limit, no limit. Listen, listen. Let me say this to you. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. But the Bible say, no good thing with I withhold from them that walk uprightly. So I want to encourage you. If you're doing the will of God and you're doing what he called you to do, ministering to his people, oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes, you will go to your, to your wilderness, your wilderness. Oh, God, I know the days that I had to walk the streets and pick up the pennies. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord and put up my hand and stop the vehicle for not knocking me down because I needed those pennies to buy a tin of sardine. Hear me. I know many times I'm making up those sardines to feed the people in my house when I didn't have anything. Okay, and, and sometimes I used to murmur, I said, Lord, I mean, I have to do this again. Yes. But I repented. And now here is God have people feeding me. All right. But it's God. I give him the glory and I give him the praise. And he is worthy to be praised. Saints of God. Love. When you pour out your love to others. God will have love poured back out to you. When he has called you on assignment to do a duty. Do it with love and with grace. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. So he wants you to know. His love is without limit. For neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I love you, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans again today, encouraging you to hold on to God. Jesus loves you. And his love, I repeat, is without limits. I love you. May his grace overshadow you. His mercy keep you. The peace of God that passes all understanding, guard your heart today. May the love that he came down to earth, that he die on the cross to redeem us back to the Father. May you remember his love. 
Don't take it for granted. I pray that you have a blessed day in the Lord. And I pray that you stay safe. And remember, love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help. Love lifted me, love lifted me, love lifted me, when nothing else could help, love lifted me, love without limits, have a blessed day.